It's the show where the topics are topical, but not typical. This is Atypically Topical with Mindy and Josh. Yes, welcome back to Atypically Topical. That's how the intro goes, by the way. Mindy was trying to figure out. What's Hadian? Yes, welcome back. Oh, yeah. I got the yes right. Uh Uh-huh. You just didn't have the cadence. Yes, I guess. Welcome back to Atypically Topical. Go ahead. Keep it going. I'm Mindy. Oh, man, I didn't interrupt you. I fucked up. <laughs> and I'm Josh. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, we're See, back. I didn't mess it up that time. Yeah, well, because you started it. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't interrupt yourself, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. No, no, but I said, like, the first part right. Oh, yeah. Good job. Yay. And um, we're back with episode 55. Yay. Should be 56. But yeah. we had another audio issue on the last one, unfortunately. Yeah. Cause... We actually were talking about... Um, we did an episode about disastrous marriages, and the reason that we did it is because we are engaged now, so we're FYI. announcing it for the second time, and we actually talked more about it last time, but just um, to rehash <laughs> the story, you know, we have two dogs, obviously, that you hear sometimes on the podcast, and she came home once, uh, one day, and I had them dressed in little tuxedos. And, and, and I thought, like, it was for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it was like, this was on the 24th of Because our little one, he always hangs around me when I cook, so I call him my sous chef. And so I thought <laughs> it was like a little chef's outfit or like a little waiter outfit or something. Yeah. So, yeah, so it was funny because she, because we have a little glass sliding door that leads to the backyard and she opened it. Well, I tried to open it. Well, no, she went, sorry, she went to it and uh, I was, while she was looking, I figured she would, she would know what's going on. So I was like <laughs> sneaking up behind with the ring and then she tried to start opening it. I was like, no, they're going to come flying in and mess up everything. <laughs> so I was like, Minnie, turn around. And then uh, I did the whole proposal thing and Ooh. I think the dogs really helped me get a yes from you <laughs> yeah if it wasn't for the dogs i would have <laughs> said hell no <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so we did a whole episode on that hopefully maybe one day we can revisit it once we completely yeah my story was pretty good yeah we had uh we that had... is actually you know kind of linked to the topic we have today oh your story yeah. that's true so this well, is my story from previous right yeah from the one that we didn't get to mm-hmm. publish and hopefully we have that sorted out now i'm hoping we have little fancy um boom mic arm things that we can actually just talk hands-free and we don't have to you know have like it only took us like a year (laughs) i know i mean we're just doing this as a real like a real casual side hobby thing so anyways we'll see how it goes yeah but we're in the dining room right now of our house and so um if you hear like a random cut or like feet, it's because the dogs are here. <laughs> well, no, they're not going to hear the cut because I'm going to do it so professionally. But if you do hear it, yeah, if you hear some feet, it's going to be dogs going. But right now they're listening on the couch for now. Yeah, but anyways, as you can see from the the title, we're going to be talking about Japan. I know you have a an an affinity for Japan. Yes, I love Japan. It's like if I was any other race, like. Uh, ethnicity whatever (laughs) word is the correct terminology for it i would be japanese Mm. i think you got it yeah yeah and i know that that's one of the places you would want to go for a honeymoon possibly or just a trip yeah because you know what i for me um i really like to travel and Mm. so i i especially like to travel to places that i like do not fit in at all (laughs) like like when i went to beijing like people are taking pictures of me because i guess i'm not used to seeing brown people and (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
You don't look like you would uh, fit in there. Neither do I, (laughs) honestly. And then uh, also in China, there's some fun fact for you. Uh, Some of the, if you go to like a a bathroom, Mm -hmm. um, you'll have toilets, but then you'll have like holes in the ground Mm -hmm. that like, yeah. like, imagine, like, the inside of a toilet, but in the ground. <laughs> and I used it once. I mean, I don't know if you really have to paint a picture of what a hole is. <laughs> well, but, no, no, it's not, like, a, just, like... Yeah, it's not You know just what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not like if you dig a hole in the ground, that's what it looks like. It looks like the inside of a toilet. Yeah. But in the ground. And so, I used that while I was over there. And that was... Interesting, yeah. That was new, because I never had to aim before when going to the bathroom, so... Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of bikes, too. Yeah. So many bikes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And smog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think I saw the sun, like, once, maybe. Uh, but it was, like, blurry. <laughs> so, yeah. that was different. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah. I would. You, you saw the sun once? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was blurry. Like, just, like, imagine, like, the sky was just yeah. always cloudy. That sucks. Yeah. I don't know. Is that bad? No, yeah. Is, like, Mexico City that bad, I guess, too? Yeah, Mexico City is that bad, too. Aren't they one of the smoggiest? Yeah. 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 But, I and you know what? And that was during the time, like, before the 2008 Olympics in mm-hmm. Beijing. I actually saw the stadiums. They were pretty cool. But um, during that time, they, like, shut down all the factories for a week to see if they could get rid of the smog. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it's going to take more than that to cleanse an, an entire city of that kind of mm-hmm. pollution. But anyways, so. um, I guess that's all we had of, as far as the preamble to. <laughs> you missed. You guys missed an episode. Maybe we'll about get, Japan. Well, no, not about Japan. Well, about, not about Japan. But my well, story your story was had to do with the Japan. Yeah, maybe after like I completely forget about it. <laughs> we can go back to that, or I'll just do a different story. But we're definitely gonna do one on marriages. So yeah, we have a, a whole. A, a, that story actually like connected back to another story I did about the Japanese suit that would yeah. like not give up. Um, like he kept he kept thinking thinking that world war ii was still going yeah. on it's a lot there was a lot to it but mm-hmm. i don't know maybe we can salvage it one day i don't know okay but anyways um without further ado i do kind of have a long main story so okay if we can go ahead and jump into yours from the past okay so mine shouldn't be too long so my story for this week is about the samurai oh okay just in general uh yeah, or so I'm just a gonna give one. I'm gonna give you like the lowdown on the basics of samurais, and then I'm gonna go through some weird facts about samurais that you didn't know. Oh, okay, the, the Tom Cruise one. <laughs> last, it's actually he's the last samurai apparently. Yeah, well, you know what's funny? That movie is actually based on the literal last samurai in Japan. Like I think he was he died in like 2004 or something. Oh really? Yeah. And they chose Tom Cruise to play him. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, it's Tom Cruise in anything, I'm like, eh, sure. I mean, maybe I'll, like, just rent it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise is the ultimate <laughs> rent actor. <laughs> Tom Cruise is the ultimate, I'll just rent that movie actor. Yeah, I mean, it's, it should be good. Or yeah. at least decent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, the samurai were warriors in pre-modern Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Later on, um, there are like these families that were like really wealthy, and they would hire samurai as like protectors. Mm-hmm. Um, so they Little kind of bodyguards. Were, 
sort of like that. And so they were kind of like in the Japanese social class at the time. They were like right under those really high higher up people. And then mm-hmm. like you got the peasants and yeah. whatever Surfs else. Surfs or something. Surfs. <laughs> whatever the Japanese yeah. equivalent to a surf is. Um, and so they really became popular during the Edo period, which is from 1603 to 1867. Um, and during this time, the samurai were forced to live in the castle towns, like I said, and they were the only ones able to carry weapons over there because they were like the security guards yeah. at the time. Um, and they were paid by um, with rice by their domo or their federal lord. So they're like bosses, I guess. Okay. <laughs> and so they had a wide range of weapons, weapons because, you know, we always picture them with like long swords long, and yeah. shit. But Blades. they also used bows and arrows, spears, and they also used guns like later on. Oh. Um, but their main weapon was the sword. Um, and so the samurai led their lives according to this ethic code, kind of like Dexter in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called uh, Bushido. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking there was a game called Bushido Blade or something mm-hmm. that was like about samurais. Yeah. So it was actually a real thing. And so it's really influenced by Confucianism. Confucianism, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, and so. I wouldn't blame you for mispronouncing that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know it's good. Like Confuci- Confuci- Confucianism. Yeah. Yeah. And so it really stressed the constants of loyalty to one's master, self discipline, respect. And, and really ethical behavior. And it's like the three laws of robotics. Have you ever heard of those? No. It's like it's like um, you remember that movie I Robot? Mm-hmm. They, they talk about that, and uh, I think Will one Smith. Of, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just basically what robots are supposed to follow, and it's like one of the <laughs> first one is like you know to protect whoever, protect humans at all costs, mm-hmm. and then there's a second one. And then the third one is like to uh, follow the first two unless it conflicts with um, protecting a human or something. So oh, it's okay. like they're basically just to serve humans. Is, mm-hmm. uh, I, I should know the second one by now, but right now I'm just <laughs> my mind's on Japan. <laughs> well, Will Smith, he just reminded me like uh, at work, there's a new custodian that we have in, in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, you know, he just started a conversation because he's being nice. And so I was like, he's like, it was cold. And I was like, yeah, it's cold, but, you know, I'm used to it. Like, I'm from Philly. And he's like, oh, yeah, Will Smith. I'm like, yeah, Will Smith's from Philly. Yeah. We got a lot of people that are from Philly, too, but. Was it West Philadelphia? <laughs> oh, okay. So it was the first law was that a robot can't injure a human. Second law was they must obey orders given by humans unless it conflicts with the first law. So you can't order a robot to, like, kill a human. Mm-hmm. The third law is that a robot must protect its own existence as long as it doesn't conflict with the first two laws. Mm. So it's like they all go in like a an order that makes sense, I guess. But, I guess. Yeah. But yes. back to samurais. I'm going to split this up in two sections. Oh, three. The, but the last one is short. Mm-hmm. So the first one is about um, the weapons. So there's something they call tamashigiri, which translates into test cut. Um, and so whenever, like, a, a samurai would get a new blade, you know, they would test it out. Like, the whoever made it would test it out on a straw mat to see if it was good. Because they had this thing, it's like, if the blade is, doesn't cut through, like, a human the first time, it's not good. Okay. Because it has to be sharp enough, I guess. Wow. Um, High standards. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, but sometimes, though, if the client that was purchasing the sword was wealthy or a high enough social standing, the sword could be tested on a live, often screaming, condemned criminal. Oh, wow. Depending on the severity of the crime committed, the criminal would lose a limb or be cut oh, completely shit. in half with ease, which is done by using the selling point of the weapon. So they'd be like, hey. They're like, hey, uh, <coughs> this guy stole a fish. <laughs> oh, it looks like uh, that one's good. Yeah, look, it's, his, it's like it <laughs> cut his hand right off. That's so. <laughs> like this guy murdered someone. I was able to cut him in half. He's, it's good. It's a good sword. Go buy it. Dude, that guy didn't murder somebody. You just cut him in half. Oh, shit. That oh. was the other guy. That was Chang. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I, well, I mean, it's look how good it is. This guy just him. took a left turn when he shouldn't have. <laughs> well, I mean, now he's it, dead. Isn't that bad enough, though? I mean, no one has to know about this, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but sometimes... Um, so, there was a Sengucho period in Japanese history. Hold on, what was that word? Sengucho. Sengucho? Something like that. Okay. I mean, I believe you. I yeah. Just, I wanted to... Uh, well, amongst the samurai, <clears throat> there is some, something called... Uh, this is going to be hard. <laughs> Tajujijiri. Okay, sure. Yeah. Which translates to crossroads killing. So, a samurai that just got a new weapon or mastered a new technique would tested on just random people what? down the street. So basically what happened is that like Okay, now they, I have a problem. <laughs> so they would walk around at night and then just like the first person they see, they would just like what? stop But they had a them. code. Don't they have a code? But it's at night, so it's like it's so the, <laughs> the stab- but it's at night. <laughs> so these stabbing stabbings were technically illegal, but because <laughs> technically illegal, yeah, but because few samurai, because they were like the bodyguards and stuff like yeah. that, like the police, <laughs> they were never arrested for doing it because it's really hard to arrest someone for a crime that involves killing the only witness and then running away. So they like they couldn't prove they did it. Because the, the only person that saw it was the person that was killed. <laughs> I have so, so many problems with what I, what I just heard. <coughs> yeah. They have a code of, like, ethics, right? You said? Yeah. But part of their practice was when they're learning a new weapon, just to go find, uh, at night, um, an old lady trying to cross the street, chop her head off, and then run away. And be like, oh, this is good. Yeah, it's calling. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, continue. There's another thing that I wasn't gonna put here, but I might as well mention because you're saying because we're talking about how these samurai were assholes. Okay. Um, there was this thing where like if someone like disrespected the samurai or some or said something bad about the samurai, like the samurai like could kill them as long as they had like a <laughs> witness to them uh, to it. And it could be like, yeah, the kid, that person was talking shit about the samurai, so that's why they killed them. But dude, can you imagine if Donald Trump had that power? <laughs> oh my god, half of America would be gone. <laughs> yeah. Everyone on Twitter would be dead. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is about that is like usually the people that were the witness were their aides, and so they're not gonna be like, oh, oh yeah, so you... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's there's you can bias. Just kill there. anybody, basically. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's the first part. Okay, not not great. So the second part is about marriage. Mm-hmm. Marriage during the age of the samurai was a really unusual thing. 
um, because um, they were such higher class people and they, like, you know, focused on protecting their lord or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were women that were in lower classes that wanted to marry the samurai because marrying into that samurai would mean a higher position of power for them. Yeah, I feel like that's common in a lot of cultures. Mm-hmm. Just in different positions. <clears throat> so the way that women married a samurai is that they had to pay them to get married to them. The women had to pay the samurai to marry them. Okay. But, um... It's like a husband for hire. Yeah, but it's kind of like, really, they're paying the samurai to become their servant because, like, the, like, most value traits in the samurai wives is that they were very obedient and expected to do everything their husband asked them to do um and they also um expected them to make to be available for sex 24 7 so which is kind of like no lies detected (laughs) which is kind of like fucked up because the samurai also had mistresses so they like were sleeping with (laughs) these other women and then they were like okay wife sleep with me now after i slept with all these other women i imagine stds were a big thing oh yeah for sure um Samurai transmitted diseases. Mm-hmm. And so let me go to something. <laughs> Did you not even notice? What? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even realize what I said. Samurai transmitted. Yeah. You just brush it off like, stupid joke. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Um, so do you know the concept of seppuku? Mm-hmm. And I only know that because of that card in Cards Against Humanity that I didn't know what it was. Yeah, and then I had to tell you. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, we. I, I think every time it comes up, somebody looks it up. So I've... Learned it repeatedly. Okay. It's basically... Well, just for the people that yeah. don't know, yeah. it's a form of ritual suicide that mm-hmm. samurai is used to do if they didn't follow the bishtu code. Bushtu, mm-hmm. whatever. Bushtu. Bushtu code. Sure. Or they were captured by an, en- by an enemy. So, like, if okay. the enemy tried to, like, get information, they're like, nope. Yeah. And so how they would so how they would commit suicide is that they would slice, slice open their own stomach with a small blade. Okay? Ouch. Yeah. Isn't, like, that one of the most painful ways to die? Probably. Like, getting shot or stabbed in the stomach. I've I mean, heard they that. both seem unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, go ahead. Um, so, so, when a samurai, like, had to commit seppuku, the wife was uh, also expected to kill herself, too. Wow. That's, uh, I mean, what is the, uh, the vow? Um, in sickness and health and seppuku and, <laughs> and <laughs> I guess in death I don't know <laughs> if you dishonor yourself seppuku yourself and, yeah in sickness yeah. and health I don't guess I guess I don't know we'll figure it out yeah. later on we'll, we'll have to <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> I just uh, just we'll just get get this out there you don't have to do that if I ever kill myself <laughs> I mean if you kill yourself I mean I'm not gonna kill myself <laughs> I'm gonna tell you straight up <laughs> it's gonna go on the <laughs> Good. So the way the females would commit suicide is that they would slice their neck instead of their stomach. And so they were also expected to tie their legs together before they cut their own throat so they could be found in a dignified pose. Oh my god, that's what they're worried about? Good lord. Oh for 2 so far on these two segments. Yeah. As far gonna... as... um. Positive, positive. Uh, and it only gets feelings. to go down here from here. My God, you bound your feet. So, what does that even mean? So, they so, don't want you to 
be so, spread eagle on the ground whenever they find you. I guess so. So like once <laughs> once you slit your throat, like you fall forward like that, and your legs aren't. Oh, it's like exposed. on the on the departed. He's like he died funny. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that at all? Yeah, I do. Shoots him, and they just pretty fucked up, but. Yeah, that's uh, those are bigger things to worry about when that kind of situation is happening. But go ahead, Japan. Okay, that's why there's no samurais anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So for this last part, it's not gonna help the conservatives who think homosexual homosexuality is wrong because okay. samurais were also gay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not going to surprise you that a lot of people wanted to be samurais because mm-hmm. they had higher social standings and whatever else. But you might be surprised that in order to become a samurai, you it involved having a surprising amount of sex with old creepy men. Oh, okay. So during samurai training, young boys um, in the ways of combat were allowed to take their apprentice as a lover. Until they became an adult. So, like, basically, like, if a kid wanted to learn how to become a samurai, um, an older an older samurai would take them as an apprentice and then, um, you know. Apprentice in huge what? air quotes. <laughs> and, and, you know, they would have sex. Because it was, it was a part of the brotherhood contract. Hmm. Okay. Um, although it's noted that the samurai could not, could only do this with the boys express permission. Right. <laughs> I'm sure that was so hard to get. Anyone with a basic understanding of how consent works should be able to see how gross this is. And so obviously like maybe the boy didn't want to do it, but he's like, if this is how I'm going to be a samurai, yeah, exactly. I guess I have to have it's sex. Like, with it's this. like the fucking whole in Hollywood industry with Harvey Weinstein and stuff where it's like, well, I got to get ahead. I might as well just tolerate a little bit of, you know. Yeah, I, but it's way I, earlier. I guess like I course. should grow. I guess I should give this old, gross penis <laughs> a blowjob. I guess. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's also another thing where like if, um, just to continue on with the homosexuality kind of thing, mm-hmm. if a samurai was found to break those kind of like laws that they follow or ethics. Um, and they didn't commit suicide, they would be outcasts. And so a lot of them would, like, start dressing femininely and, like, would steal and murder people randomly. It's it's a whole thing. Okay. It's, like, a whole, yeah. Because, like, once you break those code of ethics, like, your lord who pays you to protect them, they kind of disown you. And so you're just kind of, like, living out on the streets, I guess. Yeah. So there's definitely, especially, at least with the samurai anyways, that there's definitely, like, homosexual overture, uh, overture, no, overtures, right? Yeah, Yeah. no overtones. Overtones. Yeah. So, it's not a new thing. It's always been there. Yeah. Yeah. uh, It's just, it's weird how stuff just tends to repeat itself in different forms. Yeah, and you know what? I was reading another article that was saying like it's it would be weird if you're a samurai and you didn't sleep with other men. Yeah. That's how they put it. Samurais yeah. weren't the greatest, I guess. I mean, they yeah, no. <laughs> I'm sure there's good samurais out there. Or that were out there. Yeah. But um Well Tom Cruise made sure uh there was an end to that whole <laughs> <laughs> They ruined the samurai. Yeah, well, he was the last one, so. Yeah, I guess so. There you go. 
Cheers to Tom Cruise. We'll do an early cheers Yay. here. And we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Okay. All right. So just as expected, um, pretty fucked up story to start <laughs> <laughs> on par with our with our show. No, maybe I'll try to find that happy. No, story. you don't have to. This is how it. I mean, it's. This is how the show goes. <laughs> Every once in a while, you know, we talk about dogs and stuff. We got to mix in some good stuff, but... Speaking some, of sometimes, dogs... Well, yeah, our dogs are passed out. Yeah, they're asleep. They're sometimes good. the more messed up stuff is more interesting, honestly. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Um, so, given that we're talking about Japan, can you guess what our segment's going to be this week? Uh, Germany of, or, Jap- or Japan? Not Germany or Japan. Why would Germany be involved in this? <laughs> I don't know, because I would expect it to be Florida, Japan, but then... Oh, you thought I would throw a twist at you yeah. just in asking? No, you're right. It's going to be Florida, Japan, so let's get into it. But to be honest, I just used the Germany or Florida song because I didn't have time <laughs> to look for a different one. So you were partially right, I guess. So we are going to be doing Florida or Japan. Okay. So these are going to be three stories and I'm going to give you the headline and you're going to have to guess if it happened in Florida or Japan. And of course, I'll take out any words from the headline like a Japanese man or Florida <laughs> man. Okay. Okay. First one. Man saves fingernails for a year, makes engagement ring, internet throws up. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) This is from October of this year. So this was like not even a month ago. October 28th. I'm leaning more towards Florida on this one because there's such a low marriage rate. That's interesting. Yeah. And Japan because like... Um, there's actually a huge fertility problem in Japan. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Florida. People cutting dicks off all over the place, probably. What? <laughs> oh, wait, this was before. Samurais are gone. All right. Florida? <laughs> <laughs> okay. In today's dose of bizarre news, we came across a man who saved his nail clippings for a year to make an engagement ring out of it. The unidentified man shared the video of the entire process of fingernails being converted into a ring on YouTube. Um, The man showed the detailed process of making the ring with a black stone. He first blended the nails to convert them into a fine powder and then mixed them with water in a pan. Okay, you with me so far? um, Unfortunately. I'm I'm disgusted, but I'm following you. He then went on to compress that semi-liquid substance and squeezed out all the extra liquid using a screw. He did this until he was only left with a small amount of powder. He then kept the screw, which he used to squeeze out the excess liquid and the remaining paste in a microwave for 90 minutes at 150 degrees. Like, how how did you learn how to do this? <laughs> and you can set a microwave. To, I guess you can set it to a certain temperature, but whoever. Okay, anyway. So I think I'd be that's very not impre- the... I would be very impressed if he sous vide it. <laughs> if what? He sous vide the ring. You know what that is? No. So we, it's like a little machine that like heats water to a certain temperature. And so like if you want to, like for example, like apparently steak is very good sous vide. And so what you do is like you put the machine and you put uh, in some like a big pot of water mm-hmm. to, for a certain temperature. And then you vacuum seal 
your steak and you put it in the sous vide thing. Oh, sous vide? Is sous-vide. that like a mm-hmm. French word or something? I think so. Okay, so what came out after the heating process looked far from the nail shavings. It was a black clay-like material in the shape of a fancy stone. Using a nail filer and a nail buffer, he smoothened out the stone and then finally used a mold to give the stone the shape of a diamond. He then placed the stone on the ring, which looked far from fingernails. The video went viral and has over 5.5 million views now. Wow. And... I need to watch that video. This was from India Today, and it was a Japanese man... What? ...that did this. (laughs) Maybe I don't have enough uh, jewelry stores in Japan. (laughs) So I like the reasoning, though. I do like the, uh, like, they're not as many uh, marriages over there and stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. You ready for number two? See if you can redeem yourself here. Okay. Man needs surgery to remove full screwdriver from rectum. Mm. I can't. I think this is Japan. (laughs) You think it's Japan? Well... You thought the first one was uh, Florida. No. Right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you think this one's Japan? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is from November 8th of this year. So this is like, uh, as of this recording. Eight years. Eight, eight years. Yeah, eight this days. was eight years ago. Um, the piercing pain a 46-year-old man was complaining of had gone on for a week. By the time he made it to the operating room, doctor said he was in a septic shock. According to WLFA, which is a Florida God damn it. news station, <laughs> Son of a bitch. the CT scan performed next provided some clues about the man's pelvic and midsection discomfort. A full screwdriver was evident in his abdomen and appeared to have pierced his large intestine. Ooh, you gotta get that shit really up there in order to pierce your large intestine. <laughs> yeah. I don't... We don't know if it was a Phillips head or a flat. <laughs> None... Was it the screwy ones or just the huh? smooth ones? Like, you know how like some screws have like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Non-surgical options were considered to retrieve it, but there were complications. The tool had become embedded in a buttock muscle. You mean the gluteus maximus? Yes. I just want to say buttock like in Forrest Gump. The report said surgery would be required to remove the full screwdriver from his rectum. Surgeons drained the right buttock abscess and performed a colostomy. Surgery was successful, and the man was said to be doing well when examined two weeks later. Mm. The man said, uh, the report said the man had previously been treated for schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. Mm. See? Now it's, it's, uh, it takes a turn, right? Yeah, I mean, because I've worked with people that have bipolar and schizophrenia but i don't think any of them have put things up their butts <laughs> yeah so i think that's the only difference oh man that'd be a, another quote <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be hard it's gonna be tough to choose out of those two the surgery details posted in medical publications stress that surgeons should quote maintain high suspicion when encountering psychiatric patients with lower stomach or rectal pain i mean i feel like i would maintain high suspicion with Anybody that has rectal pain. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, unless, uh, well, I mean, okay, going back to homosexuality. (laughs) Uh Because I feel like rectal pain, like if it's from a foreign object, is like 
more painful. It's and it's for like a homosexual act. I feel like maybe people are used to it. Like it's not. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Uh, no, yeah, I do. It just you just look so serious when you were saying that, like so deep in thought. Like I'm you just were trying to, Dr. Phil. <laughs> I'm just trying to be sensitive. You were looking and, up into the sky, like I really need to put this out there in very I, serious tone. <laughs> yeah, because it's you know I am a, I guess a supporter of. Mm-hmm. People in the LGBT mm-hmm. plus, there's too many other <laughs> yeah, letters, so plus is, is gonna, how I'm going to end it. I think there's but, an ampersand in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's not like, I, I guess I'm not saying it's anything bad, like, but, yeah, you know, yeah. straight couples do that too. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Let's get to the third story. Let's hope you can at least go one for three here. They put penises in butts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, edit that out. Uh, edit point right here. <laughs> Cut. Okay. And um, so this is another episode that went kind of long. So we're going to go ahead and split those up whenever that happens. Next week, we'll have her third attempt about where the story happened in Florida or Japan. And then we'll get into my main story, which I found very interesting when I was uh, researching it. It's about the evaporating people of Japan. So if you have no idea what that means and want to find out, that's going to be up next week. Um, We'll probably be doing this as we get longer episodes because it's just easier to do that way. And it also helps us out whenever we're a little bit busier. So yeah, enjoy and thanks for listening. I mean, if you kill yourself, I mean, I'm not going to kill myself. (laughs) I'm going to tell you straight up.